I just have to say that for right now, I am not editing this podcast. I am trying to figure out what all I'm trying to fucking do here. So you're going to be taking it as it is. So I wanted to get on today and talk about how over the last year, you know, because of COVID, everyone knows because of COVID, everything we say over the last year. Over the last year, it's always due to COVID. Um, People have been changing jobs and figuring out that, you know, the company that they've been working for, you know, five, however many, five plus years, hell, even maybe two years, maybe even a year, um, just isn't shit. (laughs) I mean, like most fucking jobs. Um, And they were working from home Or maybe they got laid off and had to get on unemployment. And in that time, you know, sitting at home, they came to realize that their jobs sucked. And because of that, they have pivoted. Maybe they started a business during the pandemic, started working for themselves, are a million times fucking happier. And I'm bringing this up because this group that I'm in, this local group, uh, this dude decided post he posted this post I was on Facebook. He goes, Anyone have an educated guess to why it's so hard to find employees right now? Are folks still writing on unemployment from twenty twenty? Genuinely curious. Now come on. We all know this dude isn't genuinely curious. He kn- he knows the fucking answer. He knows the fucking answer. He knows the fucking answer is that people aren't putting up with their fucking cheap ass bullshit anymore. And they're fucking tired of it. But he doesn't want to fucking accept that. So, you know, people in the comments started fucking going off. I was one of them. I'm trying to remember. I didn't scroll down to my comment. My comment was something like, um, I could probably answer what's the pay, what's the, what are the hours, and what are the benefits. Did not get a response. I don't think this dude responded to anyone, like at all, any of the comments. And everyone drew the same conclusion that I did, which is that. He's a cheap motherfucker. He's probably only offering minimum wage, which unfortunately in Texas is $7.25. And if you live in the most expensive city in Texas, which is Austin, you will die on $7.25 an hour. That's literally nothing. That is absolutely nothing. And even if you were working two full-time jobs at $7.25 each, that is still nothing. And it really pisses me the fuck off that people are acting like this i'm just like how i mean what like dude what did you want the answer to be i mean what did you want the answer to be he he wanted the answer to be oh well i hate working and i just want to live off the government like that's what he wanted people to say but like that's not the case like sure there was a i'm sure there's a really tiny fucking percentage of people who were fine just living off unemployment but I don't even remember how much unemployment was. <laughs> it was like, what, $1,200 a month or something? I don't know. It, I remember the numbers not being like, oh, life-changing fucking money. I could, you know, save. I could have so much money left over at the end of the month. I could save money, you know? It wasn't anything like that. So I'm just like, what is your actual problem here, guy? Like, so... <laughs> going through the comments you know 
someone goes, I'm willing to work, but companies aren't willing to pay, weren't willing to properly pay, because of course they aren't. They want to pay you poverty-ass wages and then get pissed off at you when you are tired and miserable and, you know, you have to put up with this fucking job because maybe you don't have a fucking bachelor's degree or whatever or, you know, you're not like a a skilled laborer type of thing. You know, those people, they do get paid money. My brother is one of them. Like, he's doing a, um, like, he's, I would call it an internship, because what do you call an internship for a mechanic? <laughs> he's doing that. He's, like, shadowing, like, a master mechanic or whatever. So, that's what he's doing. He just graduated this year. Very proud of him. Um, so, I, even if you, you know, you don't have a fucking degree, you still should have some equity in the world, you know, like, I don't see how it's acceptable to pay anyone $7.25, especially in Austin, where, I mean, you can't, hold on, I'm gonna do the math on this fucking shit real quick, so take it on my phone, because I was reading the fucking comment, so $7.25 times, say you work 40 hours a week, so you do that times three, so 14, so 40 hours times $7.25 is $209 a week, what a joke. So do that times four. That is Jesus fucking Christ. One thousand one hundred and sixty dollars a month before taxes. So we do that times twelve. Thirteen thousand nine hundred and twenty dollars a year. So I mean, come on now. The average rent in Austin, I would say average is at least a grand. It's probably a little more than that, but I would say average is a thousand dollars. So you can't even pay a year's worth of rent on this. And even if you multiply that by two, that's nothing. That's not even $30,000 a year. And it's fucking sad that people feel that working adults don't deserve better. I'm just like, you are, most of these companies are a million dollar, billion dollar fucking companies. They're major companies, you know, and they aren't paying their people a a living wage. It's not like they can't afford to. They would just rather be cutting their CEOs and whoever fucking else is at the top, you know, giving them million dollar fucking bonuses. They're making millions of dollars a fucking year. And for what? I mean, what the fuck are they actually doing? We all know that it's the regular ass fucking person that keeps their fucking company running and that's why they have the fucking money. I bet you none of those people could go into their fucking store, could go into a fucking McDonald's and work there for a day and not be fucking stressed out, not be fucking pissed, not cuss a customer out, not throw a drink at someone, you know, type of shit. And they expect these grown-ups to do this every fucking day and not be fucking miserable. So I'm like, even like say McDonald's in Austin does pay, I don't know, a little more, $10 an hour. That's still not shit. I mean, it's just not. And I'm thinking, cause, okay, so I just quit my job. My last day officially was Wednesday for me. And I just put in PTO for the rest of the fucking week. Cause honestly, I didn't want to fucking be there anymore. And I was tired of looking at people's faces and all I could do was 
think about escaping. <laughs> like all I could do was think about quitting my job. I'm starting a new one on Monday. I'm excited. Um, it's a startup. I'm excited about it. I'm leaving too much fucking details because uh, I don't want anybody uh, blow up my fu- blowing up my fucking spot. And um, my job, um, I started four years ago. Started out at thirteen dollars an hour, and I moved to Austin for this job because honestly. I didn't think that I was gonna be there as long as I was. Um, I was there for four years. Um, in that four years, my pay did not even go up a dollar. It would have gone up a dollar if we had gotten raises this year, but we did not get raises this year because of fucking COVID, and that fucking sucked. Not gonna lie, it was it was really sad because I was like, all like for the last fucking year, I was like, okay. I'll finally be at, you know, $14 an hour. Like, sure, that's not, like, a lot of fucking money. But I was like, okay, I'll be, like, a little slightly better position than I was fucking last year. That didn't happen. And then, like, I don't know. Like, it's a lot of, like, labor. And people will say, oh, our job is easy. Oh, our job is easy. We just work in a lab and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's not. <laughs> you really realize like how fucking broke you are working there and just like and for me because I'm single I don't have a roommate I don't have a partner like I don't have anyone splitting bills with or anything like that and I um have to pay all my fucking bills by myself which is fine I love it I love being alone I love coming home to my fucking apartment which I really like even though I hate my upstairs neighbors and I will not be surprised if you hear these motherfuckers stomp these motherfuckers stomping on my fucking roof. I hate them. I wish their apartment would catch on fire and that mine would be fine. <laughs> I keep hoping these bitches will move, but they won't. Um I was working two full time jobs. I was doing you know my day job and I was doing DoorDash, you know, to make ends meet and afford my fucking rent. And I personally am stressed all the goddamn time about how I'm going to pay my bills. And I'm tired all the time. I'm fucking exhausted. I'm, I already have a hard time sleeping. And sometimes I can't sleep at all because I'm just stressing about money. And I, like, I'm stressing about money right now. Like, I know I'm going to be paying my rent late because of a lot of shit that's happened this week. Mostly with my car. <laughs> So, you know, but that's just, that's life and it's getting worked out. Um, so I know a lot of people are probably in the same position that I'm in, like just not making it, not thriving, not feeling like you're living your best life. Like I look at my friends and, you know, they're, all my friends are either married or have a serious partner and they get split bills with that partner. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, that must be so fucking nice. And I'm just like, you're, could you have someone like share the burden with, you know, not like I'm necessarily missing out. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on that. I just wish I had the money of two people by myself. Like, that's what I really want. Because I, I cannot tell you how much I love coming home and knowing that my fucking apartment is empty. And it just has my two guinea pigs in it. And I can come home and sit on my fucking couch and not have to talk to someone, not have to, like, <laughs> entertain someone, like, after you've been at work all day. I just sit here in the quiet of my apartment and chill. 
But I used to, when I first moved here to Austin, I lived in an apartment. I think the rent was, oh gosh, it was like $800, maybe $825, something like that. And is a shithole. Like, the apartment was not great. <laughs> the apartment complex was terrible. Um, shout out Club of Summer Valley. Fuck you people. Um, those people tried to, not that right, they put that I <laughs> messed up the carpet and they put it on my credit and they didn't even tell me until I got, like, got a call from like the credit people. And I was like, wow, because fucking bullshit. These people were just pissed off at me because I wrote a really scathing review on their fucking website because there was a rat in my apartment. And it's because that my apartment was like across the street from the trash can. And they really did not keep that area like clean. And so it, you know, it attracted rats. And I'm pretty sure I was not the only person that found a rat in their fucking apartment. So that's another thing. Being fucking poor and being broke, you deal with fucking cheap ass apartments who know that you can't afford to fucking live anywhere else and they don't really have to deal with their fuck you do like they don't keep up with the fucking place. You don't keep up with their fucking apartment. It's a fucking shithole and it's like they no, they just know and they can take advantage of your poverty and it fucking sucks and like yeah i wrote a fucking scathing review because there's a rat i mean it was a fucking big ass rat in my fucking apartment and i heard i was sitting in my fucking living room it was like a saturday or whatever i was watching tv like late at night and i hear this fucking rustling and i was like i did have a guinea pig at this time and I was like, no, that's not him. It's not him. So I got up, tiptoed into the kitchen, flung the light on, and I saw this fucking giant ass route, and I screamed. And it, like, ran through this hole that it had chewed through my apartment. I was like, oh, fuck this shit. And it was, like, I want to say probably halfway or maybe a little more than halfway through my lease. And I was like, there's no way in hell I'm fucking renewing here. And it made me feel even worse my parents came to help me move into my new apartment where I had the worst roommate fucking experience ever I fucking hate that bitch I wish nothing but the fucking worst for her and you know I didn't know the time but yeah moved to a nicer apartment I'm actually next door to the apartment that I used to share with that bitch um in a one bedroom now and my parents were just like this is a shithole I cannot believe this is where you've been living for a year I wish you had told us that it was this bad. <laughs> I was like, well, thanks, parents. You know, I'm poor, and uh, this is what I could afford. So <laughs> my mom, she didn't. They were staying. They were, like, came down to, like, help me move, and they were going to stay. They are like, oh, we can just stay in your apartment, you know. Well, your mom was like, I refuse to stay here. <laughs> so they ended up getting a hotel, and I was like, I put up for an entire year. So it's just... <sighs> There's a lot of like things that just go along with being poor. It's not just not being able to afford your bills. It's robbing Peter to pay Paul sometimes. You know, you sit here and you think about, okay, what has to be paid first, which is usually rent. And then you can get away with not paying. You can get away with paying your electricity late. You can get away with paying utilities late but sometimes utilities are wrapped up with rent and you know that's whatever that has to get paid first you know you're like oh 
with my cell phone when's that due okay i can pay this late i can do you know put this for off for a month or whatever you know and it's like you're always like like snowballing you know you're constantly stressing about money you're having to like okay what do i need to pay now you're like okay i get paid you know every two weeks like sometimes you don't even make like your check isn't even enough to cover all your rent which was my case at my other job um the job i just quit like i couldn't pay rent out of one check i'd have to pay rent out of i'd have to split my checks you know in half and pay you know that way or i'd have to do fucking DoorDash extra hard to you know save a little extra money to put it with my check so i could pay rent you know and then I would still be having to do DoorDash like every fucking day, which is what I was doing, which is what I am still doing, I guess. I don't, I'm waiting for my job to start and then to see how my checks are going to be. Um, but I'm still going to be having to do DoorDash. I know I am. Like I already did the, I found a little, you know, tax calculator or whatever, and I put in my salary that I'm going to be making and then taxes and all that kind of shit. And um, I'm just going to have to do DoorDash a little bit, which it's just a thing I'm gonna have to fucking deal with for now. Like this new, this new job is starting, and you know they're like, okay, you have, you know, you can talk about a raise at six months. I'm like, okay, I can fucking deal with that, you know. And um, gosh, how we totally just rambled. I'm so sorry. Um, I was talking about this fucking Facebook d bag. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get back to that because it was pretty entertaining. I'll get back to being sad and how it's hard to afford all your bills at a later date <laughs> so i'll read the fucking post again this guy goes anyone have an educated guess as to why it's so hard to find employees right now with a question mark are folks still writing on unemployment from 2020 genuinely curious and then you know that one person was saying I'm willing to work, but companies aren't willing to properly pay, which, yes, which is what sent me on my fucking tangent, because it's facts. Um, and someone goes, this is the problem all over the place, isn't it? Yes, it is. For the most part, yes, it is. Someone goes, this seems to be the overwhelming opinion. And then she goes, well, when you bust your ass for a company working multiple positions that you aren't being paid for, it tends to get frustrating. I know I can't survive off $12 an hour with two kids, but to each their own. Hell, I'm in, I won't say the town, outskirts of Austin, and would drive down into A-Town, Austin, for work at $10 an hour. Like I said, I don't mind working, but I do have to remember that I'm not a slave to a corporation. Bingo. She followed up with, and I'm used to making over $15 an hour in retail, so you tell me. I'm a manager. And to me, it felt like a slap to the face to be offered that in a big city. I'm from West Texas, and yeah, oil for money is good, but we paid our workers how they should be paid for their time and effort. Not like they were another person on the payroll. If an employee is a badass, do what you can to keep them, but so many people fail to recognize their good employees or treat them badly because they're threatened by the work ethic. Which, boy. Oh, bring this back to you know this job i just quit so the job i just i'll take a pause on you know facebook job i just quit um i was working a lab and this lab we have samples 
that come in little tubes and um, sometimes the donor centers that we get our samples from uh, send a partial shipment. So we're expecting a certain amount of samples, but they don't send them all. And, you know, we wait till the end of the day to, you know, see what's going to happen with those. And then, you know, one day, you know what, most of the time, I somehow wind up with those centers. And so, you know, I tell my supervisor, like, hey, we have a partial. Um, this center didn't send all the samples. And then one, like, this was actually like a, this year, like two or three months ago or whatever. And then she was like, well, according to, you know, FedEx tracking or whatever, we should have had all the samples. And I was like, well, you know, they didn't come. Like, we only got, you know, this half and this half or whatever. And then she literally looks at me and goes, well, you better hope they show up tomorrow. And I was like, in my head, I was like, bitch, don't you fucking talk to me like that. Fucking motherfucker. Like, I cannot tell y'all how fucking rude this bitch is. Like, she is the rudest person I've ever fucking met. And everyone who works in that building will fucking agree with me. Um, And I'm just like, I should have gone to HR. But I already knew that I was looking around for other jobs. Like, I've been looking around (laughs) since last year. Like, I was literally gearing up to quit this fucking job (laughs) last year. I knew that I was quitting this job at the end of March last year. But boom, you know, here comes fucking COVID at the beginning of March to screw up all my fucking plans. So in the four years that I have worked there, I never lost a sample. And when I say lost a sample, I mean threw it it like threw it away and had to get sent to Goodwill, who is the we contacted the Goodwill to have our sam our empty boxes picked up and like recycled or whatever. So yeah. So sometimes a sample would get thrown away and it would get it would wind up at Goodwill. And Goodwill would call up like, Hey, we found blah blah blah. We'd go pick up the sample and be like this. Never once that happened to me. And there are times where it's happened to multiple people and the partial shipment thing over the four years that I worked there has happened to me a few times but it's not because of me it's because the center just didn't send all the samples they were supposed to send so they usually show up the next day or the day after you know and it's fine and it's just like the fucking audacity of this bitch to sit here and try and like basically what threaten me oh that you better hope they show up tomorrow or what I know I did my job correctly. Like, I know I didn't, like, throw them away. Like, I, we all know that the fucking center just didn't send them because they do this shit all the fucking time. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I'm just like, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm, like, the best employee ever. Like, I come to work, I do my fucking job, and then I go home. You know, like, I, not necessarily, like, going to, I mean, that's not really anything you really go above and beyond with at our fucking job. It's, like, very repetitive it's boring, it's, you know, it's mind-numbing fucking work, like, it's very hard to fuck up, um, at least for our department, like, I mean, you'd have to, like, I don't know, you'd have to, like, dump a bunch of samples on the floor and, like, jump up and down on them and destroy them, you know, like, fucking shit like that, um, you know, maybe you fuck up some paperwork, but even that's just, like, not the end of the world, necessarily, um, so, what she says, you know, um, she says employees are, people fail to recognize their good employees or treat them badly because they're threatened by the work ethic. And 
I cannot tell you. So when I recently, um, I was at brunch or whatever with my friends, and we all worked together, or, yeah, we all worked together. It was the you know, three of us. We all worked together. And, um, you know, I was telling them that I felt like my supervisor didn't like me, and they were all like, yeah. And I was like, well, what the fuck is that about? Because I've never done anything to this bitch before. And I'm like, they're like, I just feel like she doesn't like women. <laughs> which I, you know what, accurate, because we have, um, both my friends work in, uh, I guess, I could say quality department, and, um, they, there's a new girl who came and had to talk to my supervisor, and she was a fucking bitch to her, and then it was, like, the next day, apparently she had to go back and talk to, I guess, my ex-supervisor, and she had apparently asked, is that the woman who was mean to us? And my friend was like, yes. And she's like, oh, I don't want to talk to her. Like, that is literally the consensus for everybody in this fucking building. And that is literally why people are trying to get her the fuck out of here. Like, she's she's so fucking rude. And it's literally all because of nepotism. Like, she knows that she can't be fired because her family member is the boss of everyone we have two labs and her family member is the boss of both labs so kind of hard to get her fired um without you know proof anyways like irrefutable take to hr fucking proof so is people like that that make employees fucking miserable and make them not want to stick around and make them not want to have to come to work and just make their fucking lives fucking terrible. So, yeah, I mean, that's my fucking story. I would love to hear y'all's terrible supervisors or bosses stories. Please regale me. You can email those to workshopsoverpod at gmail.com um, or, you know, DM me at workshopsover on Instagram. Uh, so, after the woman who was like, you know, People fail to recognize their good employees or treat them badly because they're threatened by the work ethic. And then this guy, and I've seen this dude commented before. I don't like him. He goes, being a manager is the exact opposite of being a leader. How? Your response clearly shows that you were just a manager and list nothing but excuses. If you feel like you are not getting paid what you deserve, maybe look at yourself and decide if you have to skill up first. I mean... Look, I don't really know how you skill up in retail. I mean, I feel like that's a pretty straightforward job. You maybe, I don't know, what do you want her to do? Tackle someone who's stealing merchandise? I mean, I know they tell you specifically not to do that because uh, it's a liability. But I'm just like, his response was just fucking shitty. There's nothing in here where she's making excuses. Like, she's literally just saying, like, she's being overworked. She's having to do the job of, like, extra people. And she's not getting paid extra money for it. She's getting paid her fucking regularly, regular hourly, sal- you know, pay. And then she's a manager and she's hourly. She's not even a fucking, you know, she's not even salaried as a manager. You know, so I'm like, I'd be fucking miserable too. Um, and I'm just like, if you, like, what? one what the fuck was his response this wasn't even helpful like to anyone and then this other douchebag who's you know to this guy perfect response with a fucking emoji and then this guy i don't know 
no, a lady, sorry. I had to look at the picture. Actually, she goes, actually, many man- uh, many managers aren't being paid a decent wage. Literally, just scroll through Indeed. And she goes, I did because I want to see what my pay is compared to other managers. Not many managers make over $19 an hour. And I can say that even that is not enough to make ends meet without a roommate or some financial help, especially with children. Definitely. I have two other grown adults living with me to help pay rent, and one of them works for NASA. They can't support themselves working for NASA, and it's not a retail or customer service position either. Jesus. Houston, we have a problem. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is awful. God damn. Okay. I almost want to DM her and ask her what her roommate does at NASA because I'm like, even NASA isn't paying a living wage. My gosh, Houston. This is Austin, but I guess I don't know what this dude or this person specifically does for NASA. It could be anything. Maybe they're commuting. I don't know. I don't know. No, I wouldn't fucking commute to Austin from Austin to Houston and back every day. That's ridiculous. I'm from Houston. I would rather live in Houston if I was working in Houston. Rent is way cheaper there. And she goes, she continues with, I know friends who are managers in other companies who are diligent workers and they still live with their parents just to pay for college or because they can't find a roommate. The cost of living has greatly exceeded the income that the average working citizen receives and it's an issue that the country is going to have to address very soon or we will continue to see these numbers of people on unemployment. Also, jobs need to stop asking for bachelor's degrees for entry-level positions that pay in the lower 20s an hourly rate. It's absolutely ridic- it's absolutely ridiculous. I agree. Like people didn't spend four years of their fucking life trying to get a degree so they can be an entry level goddamn worker making shit pay. Like you remember, like there was a time when a bachelor's degree, like you had a bachelor's degree and it was like snappy. You are top level shit. Come on in. You have a degree in your fucking industry. We have a position for you. Your management. You know, like, a bachelor's degree used to go a lot fucking further. And I feel like it still should because, like, you know, you have a lot of times you take out fucking loans and shit for this. And it's, like, because you want a better life for yourself. So, like, sorry, my allergies are bothering my eyes are fucking itching. So, like, when did bachelor's degrees stop getting you a higher paying position in this world? Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, our master's degree is about to be fucking entry level soon enough here. Like, what, when does that fucking stop? You know, like, I also have, oh, if I have two or three bachelor's degrees, is that me better than someone else? Like, what's happening? Like, it's ridiculous. And I'm just like, she's like, she's right. Like, people want, you know, experience, but they don't want to pay for the fucking experience. They just want to. They just want someone who is willing to, like, suffer for this pay, you know? And someone goes, oh, she, no, same she's standing with you. Hell, I worked two jobs, $10 each hourly, while I was living on my own, going to school full-time to make ends meet. I would never wish that on anyone. It was torture. I fucking feel you, because that is my life right now, because I am also in school. Not full-time. I am taking one class a semester, because that is all I can fucking afford. And she goes, we need to fix the flow of money throughout this country. We need to crack down on companies abusing their work stuff, and we need more unions. Fucking absolutely. We need more unions. And I don't understand why unions scare people. 
so much like i okay you have to pay a small union due but if you're getting more money you know for your time and your effort and better benefits better health benefits pay time off you know that kind of thing i feel like the small fee out you what you're getting far outweighs that tiny fee you have to pay every month you know and i know like some people are probably like oh they think they'll get fired you know for trying to unionize which is illegal and they don't want to risk it but i'm just like you know if you don't fight for your rights you are never going to get anywhere like this is just what you're gonna have to put up with for the rest of your life i'm like is that what you want? Do you want to be miserable until you fucking die? You're going to work yourself into the fucking grave instead of, like, taking a chance? Because, I mean, look, they cannot hire enough people fast enough or quality people, train them fast enough to take over your fucking job. Like, they can't. Especially, like, the place that I just left. <laughs> like, they would be fucked. And then, and I like that was, like, an issue I had with this so we for my the job I just left we have shifts every department has a shift you know first second third except for like quality they don't have a third shift they just have first a second they just have first a second so first shift for my department we're literally the only people who do our job like before a few months ago second and third shift weren't they didn't do our job and most of them weren't capable of doing our job but the thing is we were always expected to get signed off on doing second shift shit second and third shift do the same thing so third shift comes in and finishes what second shift doesn't but we never had a shift to come in and like take over our work if we didn't finish our work we had to stay until we finished it because there was no one to take over for us you know which I'm not gonna lie, it was annoying on the heavier days, but also it kind of would give us leverage, you know? And now they're cross training, you know, trying to get second and I guess eventually third shift to do what we do. And I was like, well, you know, that kind of, I mean, if we did ever or i guess not a we it's not a we anymore if they ever did try to start a union that kind of takes away some of our leverage because before there was no one else who could do our job i mean even now there still aren't enough people trained off who can do the job effectively like if everybody on first shift walked out there's not enough people to cover the work but i feel like they'll get there eventually but it's also kind of like what are they going to do make second and third shift come in like make third shift stay late and second shift come in early to try and you know make up for the missing first shift you know and it's not like that's not a job where you can just come in after a week know everything and do it like it does take a few months to get the hang of it and that is kind of where you have leverage if you you know did ever walk out or whatever so I feel like that's the case for like a lot of places, you know, Sever I mean, I don't say like maybe, I don't know what, I don't know, 
Forever 21, you know, like a fucking retail store. It's kind of like, you know, you kind of scan things and then you take money. That's a little simpler, you know. But even still, you know, they would still have to hire people to replace you. And, you know, maybe there were people out there who would be take up with your calls and they wouldn't uh, cross the, you know, picket line if you were doing that. So, yeah. She was like, you know, I wouldn't wish this on anyone. And neither would I. It fucking sucks. Stressed all the time, tired all the time, miserable all the time. Not thriving. I'm not living my best fucking life. And I am 30. I do not want to be doing this. I do not want to be working two full-time fucking jobs for the rest of my fucking life. Um, not being able to, you know, go on vacation when I want to, not being able to afford to go on vacation, not being able to afford to pay for unexpected expenses, like the car issues I'm fucking having right now. Um, you know, just if I wanted to fucking take a week off from work because I had, you know, saved at PTO, or even if I, you know, I saved a PTO and I just want to do that. Like, even if you, if you even have a job that gives you PTO, like, that's another thing. A lot of these jobs, they keep people, like, part-time, like, just under full-time. Just enough to not be able to give them benefits, you know? And it fucking sucks. And I don't understand how that's legal. Like, you shouldn't be able to, I think, I have to Google it. But it's, like, maybe 35 hours, more than, like, 35 hours. And then you maybe get benefits. Or it is exactly 40 hours a week. So they give you 39, you know, that type of fucking shit. And then they're, like, rushing you off the clock so they don't have to, you know, make you a full-time employee. It's terrible, and it fucking sucks. And it truly just shows how little your job cares about you, you know. It shows you exactly what they think of you. They think that you aren't worth these benefits, that you aren't worth the fucking time. And these companies expect you to give your everything for this fucking company you know they expect you to fall on the fucking sword for this company but they wouldn't do the same thing for you and it fucking sucks you can follow this podcast on instagram at worst jobs ever pod you can send in your emails to worst jobs ever pod at gmail.com and there will be a link for you to send in voicemails now so i look forward to hearing from you